Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we interview intriguing guests about sports, faith, and life. I'm Bryce Johnson, and I'm excited to be joined today by Tony Dungy. I had the incredible privilege of sitting down to talk with him, and, and just the opportunity to meet him was a real joy for me. Uh, and he's as kind and as humble as you would think. And, and so I know he does a lot of interviews, but, but I tried to ask him a couple of interesting questions uh, for this interview. And, and so I hope that you'll enjoy his answers and, and just the conversation uh, that you'll be able to hear today. Before we jump in, I hope you'll check out our website, unpackingit.com. Sign up for our weekday email devotional blog if you haven't already. It's a free email that, that goes out each weekday. Uh, and it's a, a thought uh, about sports, a current sports story, and how it relates to the Bible. And, and so hopefully it's something that's really encouraging to you. Uh, also, at the end of the podcast today, would you do us a favor and go into iTunes and leave a review uh, underneath our, our podcast? Uh, that would be a huge help to us. But right now, enjoy listening to the legend, Tony Dungy. Here at the Donnie Shell Celebrity Golf Tournament, and I am pleased to be joined right now by Tony Dungy, a Super Bowl winning coach, an author, a national spokesman for All Pro Dad. He also serves as an analyst for NBC's Football Night in America. He and his wife, Lauren, are the parents of nine children. Tony, it's so great to meet you. Thanks so much for being with us. Well, thank you, Bryce. It's a great event. Uh, Donnie Shell has just been a, just a super, super a mentor in my life. So happy to be here and be here for a great cause. Absolutely. Well, we're, we're psyched to be here as well. And, and, and so much going on here at the event, but also in the NFL right now, it's, it's free agency time. So when you think back to your times as a, as a coach during this kind of part of the year, what, what do you remember? What comes to mind? Well, I remember uh, always wanting to keep your players, first of all, <laughs> and saying, boy, I hope we don't lose this guy. I hope we don't lose that guy. And uh, it wasn't so much the, the players that you could get from other teams, but I always felt if we could keep our core together, that was going to be the best thing for us. Because what was your role as a coach during this time? Because, of course, the GM and Bill Polian was, was yeah. so crucial. But you're talking about people that you would like to get and who you know could add to your your team you're counseling your own players I remember uh David Thornton was our, our captain young man from University of North Carolina great player for us one of our defensive captains and he's somehow oh, the Tennessee Titans offered me you know three million dollars more than than uh the Colts did and what should I do David you you, you have to take it as much <laughs> as I want you here you can't give up three million dollars a year uh having those type of conversations but every now and then you you there'd be a guy you said, boy, if we could get this guy, he could really help us. And, and then you'd go into the recruiting mode. Hey, here's what we've got to offer. Here's why you need to, to be here. And uh, it was always fun. Uh, so you did enjoy that. Then. Oh, yeah. You liked it. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's neat. Well, well so, of, of course, it's the, the off season in the NFL. And, and so you're, you're not as tied up with, with football responsibilities, especially with your role with NBC. So, so what are some of the things you enjoy doing in the off season? What, what does this time look like for you and your family? Well, we actually do. Uh, I, I kind of uh, try to make it a little bit more about family time. The summer is when we really look forward to that. So I use this time in February to May to do ministry stuff, to outreach. I actually lead a Bible study at our church uh, on Wednesday night that I'm, oh. I'm really fired up about. Uh, and then I'll, I'll use this opportunity 
to do things like this, to, to do charity events, to speak to young people, and just talk about uh, looking f- toward the future. Oh, that's neat. And so you mentioned the Bible study. What does that entail? What, what does that look like? I actually lead, lead it every other week, every other Wednesday, and we're going through the Book of Acts now. Oh, uh, wow. It'll be like a 30-minute uh, discussion, uh, lecture, and then uh, we break down into tables and discuss the lesson. And uh, it's, it's awesome putting it together because you really learn a lot when you, you go through and you're trying to prepare a lesson. I'm sure we're joined right now by by Tony Dungy uh, here on Unpacking It. And and as you think about just your role in life as as far as being a coach and a mentor and and pouring into so many people personally, but also from a a widespread point as well, how do you grow? And and who are the people in your life that that pour into you? That's really interesting because for for so many years I had that, you know, playing for Chuck Knoll, uh, being around guys. That's what's so great for me to be here this weekend. Donnie Shell, John Stallworth, uh, Mike Wagner, guys that poured into my life. So I got the benefit of that. And then when I became a head coach, I said, that's what I, I want to do the same thing. I want to help some young men grow, not not just on the field, but help them grow as men. But you do miss that. Who who pours into you? Who helps you? And uh, fortunately, I've got a, a good group at, at church, my Bible study group, and then some of the uh, guys that I grew up with in, in the coaching business. Uh, Herman Edwards, who was my mm-hmm. assistant head coach for, for a number of years. We still stay close and communicate and, and talk to each other. Uh, and, and you you got to have that. You have to have people speaking into your life as well no question it's always always encouraging to hear that and, and just the importance of that and and then then also just your role as, as a coach of course for so many years so many players uh were under you so at this point in your life how often do you still kind of take that role as as coach and 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 what do they come to you for the most uh most of the time just to t- talk and and go through tell me what they're Getting into what they're getting involved with, uh, I, I'm still stay in touch with a lot of the guys. Especially, I live in Tampa, so a lot of the Buccaneer guys that are around the area. I just talked to uh, John Lynch for a good oh, while uh, at the combine in Indianapolis. He's taken over as general manager of the of the San Francisco 49ers. So talking about how we did things, how we put things together, and and just giving him uh, encouragement, not necessarily advice, <laughs> but just hey, John, you know what you want to do, you, you know what type of team you want to have. Keep that blueprint. Don't let anybody take you off track. Follow your instincts and you're going to be fine. Were you surprised by him taking that job? I was a little surprised because John and I had talked about different things in the, in the broadcast yeah. industry. You know, he's moving up the ladder at Fox and uh, considering offers from other networks. What do I want to do? Uh, and he hadn't really talked about branching out into the football uh, side of things. Uh, so that did surprise me a little bit. Peyton Manning, I've talked to a little bit. He's going through the same thing now. Do I want to get in the front office and, and maybe possibly ownership, uh, something in the football side of things, or go into the broadcasting where he, he would be fantastic, but he's trying to sort those things out right it, now. It's tough. And, and so let, let's go back to then when you were kind of in that, that position to where I guess you felt the nudge to, to retire from coaching. What was that process like, especially from a spiritual standpoint and really seeking the Lord during that time to say, this is it and this is what's next? It really was that, that side of it. And I, I had a tremendous platform in the National Football League, but I felt I could do some other things. I felt the Lord was edging me towards working with a, a younger group of, of people and, and younger men. So I, I really thinking about that 
and I had no thought of going into broadcasting. NBC approached me, and uh, the first person I reached out to was James Brown. Oh, yeah. Uh, broadcaster at CBS. And I said, you know, I, I really was stepping away from the NFL to make sure that I could do more things spiritually. And he said, I promise you, you can be in this business and still grow as a Christian. You can, uh, God can utilize you. And we talked about it, and he, he's been a tremendous, tremendous mentor in my life uh, these last seven years in the broadcast industry. Uh, well, has it been what you thought it would be? What are some of the, the ways that you've, you've grown or learned or just kind of seen what the, the broadcasting world's all about? It, it really has. It's been uh, very good working at NBC. Um, they do a, a, a great job from the production standpoint, but my bosses uh, don't put any restrictions on me. So when we Which talk about things, uh, I can talk from a spiritual standpoint uh, if, if that's pertinent, uh, and, and that's been great. I also, I think it gives you a platform. So many more people recognize me now <laughs> when I'm on the street, even than when I was coaching football. People say, oh, I see you on TV, yeah. and that gives you an entree to, uh, to talk to them and pour into their life. So uh, I, I have to say, it's a little more than I really even thought it was going to be. In what way? Uh, just uh, opportunities. Oh, opportunities okay, yeah, to yeah. impact people, opportunities to speak. Uh, just getting that platform where you can say, hey, we, we ought to think about this. Uh, just about three weeks ago, we did a forum in Tampa called yeah. Under Our Skin with Benjamin Watson. And, yes. and it's streamed out all over the country uh, talking about how uh, – Christian faith should impact race relations in this country. We all know what the issues are and the problems, but what are the solutions? And to be able to do that and, and stream it out and have someone in uh, California say, oh, you know, I saw that at my church and, uh, you know, got some awesome things. That's it, it, really gratifying. Wow. We're, we're joined right now by Tony Dungy here on Unpacking It. We're at the Donnie Shell Celebrity Golf Tournament and uh, hanging out. It's a beautiful day. It's, a, it's incredible. And, and, and you mentioned Benjamin Watson and and, and what he's been able to do has been incredible, just being a, a great voice for, for a lot of different issues, but, but all centered around his, voice his for the Lord. faith. Yeah. Exactly. So when, when you look at kind of the environment today, and you've always been a, a key face and voice for the, the Christian coach and now the Christian analyst, what, what do you kind of make of what the role should be for a, a Christian athlete and coach and, and maybe what it shouldn't be or what fans should understand about, about that dynamic? Well, I think for the younger players, uh, it's really important to, to realize that that is, that is your platform. And you don't have to broadcast it necessarily, but living it out, being who you are is important. And I think really the, the kind of the where the pendulum changed, in my opinion, was Reggie White. Ah, and yeah. when Reggie said, you know what, Everybody interviews me. You talk about the game, all of those things. That's great. I'm going to give you everything I have on the field. But if you want to talk to me, you're going to hear about my faith and why I'm really playing and honoring the Lord. And when a, a great player like that was able to speak up and say, you know what, this, this, is, this is who I am and this is important to me, I think that changed the landscape a lot. Do, do guys come to you for advice on on being willing to, to be open about their faith? And, and what's the advice you give Sometimes, them? Sometimes. And I tell them, hey, be yourself and, and do it in the right way. Yeah. Uh, do it out of love and do it in the right way, and it's going to be effective. But don't ever feel like you have to hold back uh, who you are. Um, you know, we, we, we want to know these celebrities' personal lives, and we want to know what's going on. And if you do something it's wrong, it's going to be out there yep. 24-7. So take that initiative and say, okay, uh, here's who I am on the field. 
but here's who I am off the field. Oh, that's great. Tony Dungy, our guest right now on Unpacking It. Well, well you're involved with, with so many different things, uh, even away from, from football and a lot of ministry-related initiatives. What, what's kind of the, the, the hot thing right now or, or something that you're, you're most passionate about and, and excited to, to maybe share today? Well, we have a, a fatherhood initiative that started in Tampa called All Pro Dads, and that's been awesome to get men to think about our roles as parents and, and how important that is. Uh, that's been great. I've worked with a ministry in Tampa that's an outreach to uh, prison uh, reentry, um, uh, A. Brown Ministries, and that's been pretty fantastic. Um, so those, those are probably the two things that take up most of my time. My wife is very passionate about adoption and foster care and yeah. child care. So uh, we've been able to speak uh, to some of those out, outreaches as well. And um, it, it's been just, I can't tell you how gratifying it is to, to use the platform of sports to, to speak for the Lord. Amen. Well, well when you mentioned your, your wife, what, what has the, I guess, the, the strategy been over the years to, to make sure that she's a part of what you're doing, but at the same time encouraging her in her own passions and, and what the Lord's called her personally to do? Yeah, when I was an assistant coach, that was a, a tough period because, you know, you are working long hours. You've got all these players that you're responsible for. You want her to have her life and her energy, and she's dealing with the kids. When I became the head coach for, for 13 years, that gave her a platform, too, mm. to reach out to the other wives and say, here's something we want to do. Let's get involved in a reading program. Let's get involved in supporting our local elementary schools. Let's get involved in the, the food bank at, at our church. So she was able to kind of take that initiative and say, here's some, uh, here's some things we want to be known for as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Wives organization or the Indianapolis Colts Wives. And it was, uh, it was pretty neat being able to walk that out together with her. Oh, that, that's awesome. And I know you guys have a, a book together, Uncommon Marriage, and, and being able to, uh, yeah, just speak, speak truth and encouragement to, to a lot of couples is, is key. Well, well as we kind of wrap up our time, I, I always love asking the question, what is God teaching you recently? And what's maybe been on your heart most recently that, that you've been either studying or, or learning yourself? I think the, the big thing I've learned, uh, being involved with this racial reconciliation uh, program with Benjamin, and then watching the election and the mm. reaction to that, uh, I, I think it's kind of taught me that God is still in, in charge of this, this country, this world, and things that we don't necessarily understand. He watches over that and plays them out. Our role is to, to be there and to be his spokesman. Mm. And so uh, we've got to speak up, but speak up in the right way and be involved in everything in our country from politics down to athletics, yeah. you know, that we can, we can be a voice for the Lord. So I think that's, that's what I'm learning. Oh, that's neat. And, and then the final thing, as you look toward or you look back at all the things you've been able to accomplish and have been a part of as you look forward, are there some, some goals or, or some things on the horizon that, that you you really hope that you can uh, accomplish moving forward? You do. You think about how can, how can I impact the, the next generation? And uh, that was my goal always uh, in coaching 28 years of not just wanting the players to be better athletes, but be better people. So now how can I help this generation, my kids and my grandkids, uh, find out ways to be better people? And mm. so that, that's my goal and uh, looking for those doors to open uh, to do that. Well, I've got one final thing to ask you because uh, having you know watched you over the years, and I'm a big fan of Dan Patrick's. So I always see on, on on TV and radio and all that sort of thing. 
the, the one word that always comes to mind and now having the opportunity to meet you is, is humility and, and being able to, to represent that characteristic. Is it something that you've focused on over the years? And I know it's kind of a funny thing to talk about being humble, but, but just as far as just anybody listening, and even just for myself, to, to, to live a life of humility, what, what's at the core of that? I, th- I think it's really understanding who you are. My parents did a great job of teaching me that uh, growing up, that, hey, we have a lot of benefits. Living in this country, number one, is a huge benefit that uh, maybe everybody in the world doesn't have. Being raised the right way, uh, getting scholarships, playing in the National Football League, all of these things that help kind of define who you are. But um, the bottom line is, you don't do it yourself mm. and you don't do it for yourself. That's right. And that's what my parents taught me. And uh, if anything, I owe that humility to them because they, they brought us up the right way from, from the get go. Yes. Well, well, that's cool. Well, coach, it's been awesome to, to meet you and be able to have a conversation with you. And, and it's a real honor. And so I appreciate it. Hey, thank you, Bryce. Great to be with you. There's Tony Dungy joining us here on unpacking it.